Hello and welcome to Down Under the Ring podcast. I am your host, The Warship, joined as always by my co-host, Fidmec Awesome. This week, yes, we know there's lots to talk about, just like Cody would say, what do you guys want to talk about? But no, we're not going to talk about that because that is a fire we don't want to touch and we've learned from Paul Levesque not to speak about it. Fid, how are you going? Oh, mate, uh, I will say this. What a roller coaster of a week to be a wrestling fan. <laughs> like, without going into any details, we're, we're not qualified. There's, it's far too big a thing to dive into. Yeah. But, mate, being a wrestling fan has been a roller coaster this week. Like, we've had some amazing highs. Like, the start of last week kicked off really well. End of last week ended well. Like, if we're only talking about the Rumble, <laughs> you're right. Um, the middle, but, <laughs> Um, but look, this is what I will say before we dive into anything. Um, I think as a wrestling fan, you, our listener, um, it is a hard week to be a wrestling fan because those people out there that may not be wrestling fans all of a sudden are seeing what we love in the news. And I think the thing here is don't be ashamed of being a wrestling fan. One person's fuckery, assholery. I know we're supposed to be a PG show, but I'm not going to water that down. Mm-hmm. Um, does not define all of pro wrestling. There's amazing people in this industry, amazing talent, people behind the scenes, and let's not let that water down our love of this amazing sport. No, and look, I, what I want to also say as well is if you are struggling with thoughts about all of this stuff and you're having a hard time with it, we'll leave a link in the description below for somewhere that you can go to, you know, have a bit of a talk about it. Because, yeah, this is this is widely, widely more than just pro wrestling that we're talking about here. The only note that I want to bring into the whole conversation is a question I posed to you in a conversation the other day is how do you feel knowing that there are no McMahons left at all in the company working for the company it's wild right like i mean the closest we have is trips Mm -hmm. uh, and that's only by marriage right and like i said it's the first time we've ever experienced the wrestling industry without a mcmahon involved um, was it marissa is that the other daughter that works like on admin is that was that never real i dream i don't know i don't know (laughs) possibly but look hey we may end up with the grandson in some at some stage but um yeah, it's wild, right? Like- yeah. Yeah. No, that's Shane's wife. Okay, no, I'm just crazy. Don't worry about me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just nuts. But, yeah, it's crazy. Let's leave it at that, though, because if we get yep. dogged down into that. Um, also, quickly, really, really quickly, The Rock, it turns out he is the head of the table. It just turns out that it's the board of directors table. So maybe that's what he meant all, all along. We'll discuss that and more on Down Under the Ring podcast. So, Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble, dude. Um, this is, We've been talking about it for weeks, right? Crazy time going into WrestleMania, and this is the first Royal Rumble that could have gone anywhere, right? I mean, we all had our favourites. We all had an idea where the final four was going to be in the men's. Uh, arguably, we all had ideas of where it could have gone in the women's, but... Um, I was so hyped for this show. Um, I'm always hyped for the Rumble. Like, in my opinion, a bad Rumble's always still a fun Rumble. Like, I, th- I know we 
we we do talk about it at times like oh that was one of the worst royal rumbles of all time but if you go back like and think about it it was a fun rumble still it's still the rumble it's still the yeah. royal rumble it is the number one spot on the calendar for me typically speaking every mm. year wrestlemania is almost off the calendar right it's almost a thing in of itself but the Royal Rumble is, if I'm working a nine-to-five, it's the day that I'm a little bit sick <coughs> yeah. that day. And I want to go home and watch the Rumble. Every every year I've always taken Mondays off. Now that <laughs> they've shifted the WWE calendar to be Saturdays in the States, it's awesome for us, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think, And I think most years we actually get Royal Rumble day off here in Australia. Yeah, because it usually coincides with Australia Day long weekend, right? So, yeah, yeah typically speaking, we don't really have to do that. Uh, which I'm grateful for, obviously. But yeah, yeah it is it is what a wild time. And uh, man, I've got to ask the question before we really get into the nitty gritty. Who did it better this year? Was it the men's or was it the women's? Oh, easily the women's rumble, dude. It was just right from the bat, like from the jump. It was a great start, and it just consistently like the surprises had value to them. The mm. Uh, big spots were awesome. Um, the ending was gripping. There were moments where I was changing my mind who's actually going to win it, who's not going to win it. Um, and that's a great rumble is mm -hmm. when you are sure you know what's going to happen, but it doesn't, you know? Yep. Yep. Look, look, we went into, I believe, the men's rumble. We went in there thinking there were four people, right? Mm -hmm. There's like four people who are going to be in the final four. And that's mm -hmm. really it. You know, you've you got mm -hmm. your Drew McIntyre, you've got your Cody Rhodes, you've got your CM Punk. And that fourth person, really interchangeable, really. But, you know, you've got your Sami Zayn, you, you've got any of the SmackDown people. There was a big thought that maybe one of the losers of the SmackDown match would end up being in the main match. You also have the concept of Brock Lesnar, which we won't talk about. But, you know, Brock Lesnar was always an option in there as well. And Damian yep. Priest, although I really am glad we didn't get to see that scenario play out because, realistically speaking, it doesn't make sense from a storyline point of view for him to even enter the Royal Rumble. Yeah. So I'm glad that we didn't get that. But let's go on to that jump. As you were talking about in the Women's Rumble, from the jump, and from the jump, we got to feel the glow. And it was such a cool thing. So, Naomi, back in the company, how do you feel yeah. about that? Oh, okay, firstly, I think she should have come out number one. Yes. Like, yeah. uh, as, much as, as much as I think Natalia is a legend and she will be a first ballot Hall of Famer for her contributions to pro wrestling, um, she was a little bit let down as the number one. I think it should have been, <sighs> been Naomi. Um, but in saying that, number one and number two are essentially the same in the Rumble, right? Can You're you, starting at the same time. <laughs> can you ever say that the Rumble, that Natalia is a letdown when you get that scrolling slide, the Bret Hart music playing first? There's something nostalgic about that, which still makes me smile to this day. But yeah, coming in number two with Naomi, the shoes come out and people go, oh, we kind of knew it was yeah. happening, but it was like, yep. oh, that's and really I think, cool. I think that was the spot for her though, right? Because yeah. we kind of new so it's like let's get that surprise out of the way no one's going to be super shocked it's more of a celebration stoked to see the uh response she got as well like yep. the welcome back chance no one had forgotten her everyone's stoked to see her home um and she go, had a moment to have a bit of a cry before she kicked things off and yeah it was, it was awesome it was amazing seeing her back 
and look what a what a what a rumble for her as well like it wasn't like oh i'll come in and i'll do a little bit it was mm. there was a little bit of time there where we were like oh maybe she might win she might go bout a bell yeah yeah, yeah she, she really there, might do a, it and there was a few iron women in this match too like there was a few that stayed right through Yep, yep, yep. Well, that's the thing too. So for me, the difference between the men's rumble and the women's rumble is that the women's rumble was paced correctly from start Very to finish. So. Even though, and I love them, but it was a botch fest, right? There was like a lot, a lot, a lot of questionable stuff happened in the rumble in the women's rumble this year. But as far as the timing and the pacing of the rumble, the spots that were hit, the surprises that came out. Mm-hmm. It, that's it's right on the money it's right oh, on the money I, I will say this i haven't laughed as hard as i did during this rumble which is awesome being able because part of the rumble is it's an all all encompassing entertainment thing right it's yeah. amazing moments of feats of amazingness sports wise uh but there's moments to have a laugh as well and the laughs in this were genuine for me yeah uh, i think chelsea green was a freaking superstar it's getting murdered every few seconds yeah and she played that role so well and like that was one of those botchy moments as well at one stage but i don't think it took anything away from her as well because she was still taking knocks Mm -hmm. like even Mm -hmm. even getting hit by nia jack's belly first into your back whether you're missing the squash spot like it was supposed to be or not like she hit the ground like she got knocked out yeah yeah and look it was much better than what could have happened, which would have been a repeat of last year. So it, it was good to see them play with last year a little bit, tease mm-hmm. it a little bit, and then just go, ah, no, nah, actually, let's just murder you for like 10 minutes, which I yeah. thought was great. But speaking of murder, we have to talk about it. We have to talk about the TNA knockout women's champion, Jordan Grace, entering the Rumble and having, in my estimation, the best showing of anybody that I can think of other than Gunther in recent Mm. memory. A hundred percent. So, firstly, I... Every year during Royal Rumble, I do I block the hashtag, mm-hmm. I block the words on Twitter and all that sort of thing, and I stay away from uh, your fightfuls and YouTube yep. and stuff like that. I don't want to know who's because coming. anything that I don't know about two days before the Rumble, I don't want to know about. Yeah, that's right? it. That's so it. So I had no idea that this was about to happen. Yes, me either. So I was confused when the siren hit because I was. They're not bringing up Big Papa Pump during well, up. Big Hold Papa up. Pump during this. If you yeah. hear me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like, he was confused as well as our truth Like, did they did they call in the wrong Steiner? <laughs> um, and look, and then when she came out, I popped so yep. hard. I was just like, oh my God, there's children. Grace. There was my this wife rumble, who, like, you know, this like really like confused rumble yeah. for a few seconds. But the second the crowd could see Jordan Grace, yeah. it just went boof. Yeah, and I genuinely thought, this is a cool moment for Jordan. She gets to come out. She's got her belt. And they actually teased that this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Rumble when Naomi came out, my first inkling that something was up was when she came out and they said, you know, her first time back in however many months, blah, 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 blah. And while she was away, she won the TNA Women's uh, Heavyweight Championship. And I was like, wait a minute. Yep, you said you're TNA. Acknowledging, you're acknowledging what happened while she was gone. Yep, yep. You don't usually do that. And now, you T- mentioned TNA by name. 
TNA, the logo of TNA was sitting there like, Royal Rumble, acknowledge me. And it, yeah. it, they did. Michael Cole did. Like, it, it, was, yeah. it was wild. And exactly. And then, we don't and get then that. when, and when uh, Jordan hit the ring, they did the full backstory of, uh, you know, Naomi uh, only faced her earlier this week and yeah. she won the title off Naomi and blah, blah, blah. blah. This is unprecedented that they would acknowledge all of this. And this is cool. Like they kind of came close with Mickey. Like they did a little bit of similar stuff with Mickey, but <laughs> not to the level that they did here. I was convinced we were talking about it as it was live. I was convinced we'd see Moose in the men's rumble. Like, like yeah. it got that full on that I was like, I don't think Jordan Grace is the only TNA person to come out today. Because yeah. that's how much they were putting it over. I, I, I was genuinely wondering: Are we going? Are we working up to a TNA invasion? Which mm -hmm. hey, could still happen. Well, um, we've seen them on socials. Uh, Jordan has said, "Hey, if ever you want to come over there, EST. If you ever want to come yeah. and fight me for the belt, you're more than welcome." Exactly, and I think it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but before we go, yeah, on let's, too let's much not get ahead of that. ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, back to Jordan being in the Rumble. They didn't just book her an amazing spot like I thought she was just going to have a really good little run and yeah. be eliminated after a few minutes. Well, kind of um, quickly, right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And they looked after her. 19 like, minutes. 19 minutes, and she got some amazing spots. Mm -hmm. Like, she was made to look like a powerhouse. Commentary, like, especially Pat McAfee. Like, Pat was putting her over well look talk about utilizing your minutes too because as far as i remember it was 19 minutes didn't eliminate a soul but i look at the situation and i say i'm going to remember in five years time i'm going to remember jordan grace more than any of the eliminations in the match 100 percent, 100 percent. and even some of the debuts that did happen later on in the run mm -hmm. i think i'm going to remember this over that yes absolutely this was the single to me, biggest moment of the Rumble, maybe of the night. It was just such an important thing for women's wrestling in general, for the connection to TNA in general, and kind of just wrestling. Like, yeah. obviously, there is another big one coming in this match, which I think will change the entire landscape of the WWE women's division. But yep. for what we got and, and for how long it was, but how completely out of left field it was, Man, the sky's the limit. Yeah, and look, I, I think this is the start of something. Uh, Trips also used the word partnership as well mm -hmm. in the press conference afterwards. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe you used the wrong word, but I'm Ugh. just a typical wrestling fan reading too much into the details. But, Let's not talk about um, religious words this week. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, it was amazing. I'm so happy for Jordan, and I hope we get to see a lot more of her. Um, I, I did wonder if this was teasing for her to eventually get signed by WWE. There yep. was word out there that she signed a five-year deal, but I've since read a couple of things that her deal with TNA is up next year. Yeah. No, I just I don't think that's going to happen yet. I think down she the road... She looked like she belonged there, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think down the road, we're probably there. If it's a mm. year contract, could win the Rumble next year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, um, good enough, too, in my eyes. The, oh, 100% good enough. Like, you look at the it? WWE she... versions of it, you know what I mean? You've got Pitbull, you know, like you've got um, the EST as well. Mm -hmm. Much as I love them both, Jordan does it better. Like Jordan does oh. the whole gimmick better. Like all you have to do is see that um, pile driver that they set up 
uh, her and the pit bull doing them at the same time. Yeah. Her, oh, the suplex. The, the, yeah, yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, sorry, it wasn't the pod. Yeah, no, but no, no. Hers was, both like hers the, the, was um, way cleaner. The stalling vertical. Jordan yeah. had no trouble with that whatsoever. Jordan went first. I noticed because I was yep. watching. I'm like, who's going to fall first? And she was, but it was, she was just sort of holding the whole it. time. Yeah, like, yeah. like strong. Belonged strong. there. That's the takeaway. I think before we continue to gush about Jordan Grace for the next hour, I think that mm. that's the that's the takeaway is is that Jordan Grace belongs in a WWE ring. Belonged in the Rumble has a mm-hmm. bright future the second that Jordan wants to take that future and look like Jordan looked like they belong in the match, but also with the people in the match. Yeah. Which I think exactly. is a big takeaway from that too, because you can have people come through, you can have old people returning, you can have like upcoming people come through. We'll talk about Bron Breaker later, but there's just something about how natural it felt. Yeah, exactly. And what a what an awesome bone for WWE to throw TNA at this <sighs> particular moment in TNA's life where TNA is about to just all, fly to the moon. Exactly. TNA's been as Impact has been doing great work for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. They're getting a heap of attention because of the rebrand and this is just going to help them immensely. So you, you push I'm a so launch happy. for a TV network now. Like now, right now. now, and then you yeah. put the EST versus Jordan Grace in the main event of the first yeah. night. Oh, I'd be going and talking to Fox yep. now, right now, <laughs> right, right now. now. Start preparing for January. Yeah. Um, and look, we're going to stay here all night. So let, let's okay. actually get on to let's that move on to moment. The... <laughs> that moment that is going to change the women's division. The for biggest moment ever. for the women's division in every single way. The hugest, no. most critical moment of all women's wrestling. Number twenty-four. Our truth. Uh, <laughs> I was so happy because we saw him get the number. We knew where he was coming through. We knew all of that. And then his music hits and he just comes out in the women's rumble. And But didn't him and Valhalla both played their roles so well? Like she looked confused and what the fuck's going on when she heard um Truth music hit, but then as he ran past her, the confusion on his face. Yeah. He's like, like, wait, are you supposed to be out here? Am I supposed to? Wait, is there women in? Wait, uh, these dudes do not look like the same dudes that I usually wrestle. What is going on here? Nia Jax, oh no, I'm in the wrong place. And and look and like we've been talking about recently, for some reason, general managers pop up out of nowhere now. I have no um, idea where he spawned from. He just appeared from the darkness, right? Uh, the whole thing of him arguing with like, what's going? What are you doing here? What are you doing in here? <laughs> like, is there a woman in that ring? <laughs> Why are they? Rip- this is the rumble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah did, you, did you see the short video of the argument that they were having backstage? <laughs> No. When they back, went back through Gorilla, oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> uh, it's... Man, he's money. And we'll talk about the money that he is later because the other thing he did, man, it made the whole rumble almost. So, like, full credit to him. Excellent, excellent. But then, obviously, Valhalla, because of the confusion, instantly eliminated. Instantly, instantly just – and that's a big thing too because Valhalla's pushed as this monster character. And mm. for Valhalla just to go straight away, that's like a really and... – good way to utilize getting rid of one of their monsters without having to do the stupid multi-woman pile up throw out the ring garbage yeah. 
I, I saw a bunch of people complaining about the way that uh, the production team shot that as well. Saying, mm-hmm. oh, you know, they missed the thing. I thought it was brilliant, like the way they had Adam Pierce and uh, Our Truth on either side, and right in the middle between them, you saw the elimination happen, and then her attempting to go at Truth before the um, ref stopped it. Right? You know, it reminded me of that meme, that girl. You know, the meme, the girl where she's like. And there's a yeah. there's a house fire behind her, like yeah. like that. That's what that reminded me of the whole thing because it's like you could see the carnage unfold, and if you were paying attention, which it was filmed in such a way that you had to pay attention to it. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, that's happening in the background, and it's our truth's fault. So I would expect yeah. Viking Raiders some something to happen there oh, with our truth moving forward as well. A hundred percent, and I'm hoping it's Valhalla. Disappointed. Oh, jumping ahead very quickly because I don't think we yep. will touch on it much. Is I was disappointed that she didn't interrupt the men's rumble to. Oh, you to get some e- revenge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was expecting her to jump the guardrail. Or even and, um, Ivar to do something. You know what I mean? Oh, I think it would have been better if it was Valhalla herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm in full agreement with you there. But let's 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 sort of move forward because obviously we want to give respect to the women's match and the women's wrestling mm. of the match. Our truth being the big moment can't turn into Santina Morella. We have to move on from there. Let's talk about the next big, 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 big debut, and that yeah. was. And this is the one that I was hoping for. Just huge and the right time because. It was Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill has been touted as the next big, massive, enormous superstar coming over from AEW. They've made no bones about how massive they want to push her and promote her. And it was this huge, like, build, right? And they were like, the biggest star ever in wrestling is coming, blah, blah, blah. And then they were like, oh, but you're wrestling. And then Mm. they racked her off to the PC. And now Jade Cargill looks like $2 million dollars. Like, like everything that was done was done excellent, all to the correct timing. Yep. Physique, absolutely on point. Looked like a superstar. Could easily, easily, easily be in the conversation for versus Rhea Ripley for Mania. Mm. So when, when Valhalla actually came out, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be the spot for her and Nia. Yep. Yeah. Right. Um, and completely forgetting by the time we'd got to this point in the rumble that we still hadn't seen Jade yet. Yeah. And this was brilliant. Jade was, like you said, made to look like $2 million. She's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And getting her a debut like this, I can't think of another debut for a woman's wrestler who has been made to look this strong off the bat. Like debuting in the WWE, your debut match is the Royal Rumble and you get made to look like a monster and you've eliminated the current monster. Yeah. The only way you could be better is if you want it. And there's no single date on the calendar that you can make as big an impact on the show. Unless yeah, you just exactly. come in and beat up a champion, you know, like, like, but even then, arguably not as much of an impact because th- this is a long standing impact. You saw that Jade could wrestle. You saw, saw that Jade looks awesome. You saw that Jade's got the crowd interaction. Everything about what Jade's presentation is, is sensational. Uh, it's, it's a big, bright future for so many people right now. Like so many people. And let's not forget too, just like the Royal Rumble poster, we've not even talked about the person who won it. Because the person who won it wasn't even on the poster for the event, and that is yeah. Bailey. And Bailey went for so sixty-three minutes. She holds uh, the record now, right? She holds the record over an hour. Yeah. 
the longest time Iron Woman in the Royal Rumble that has ever happened and didn't just do a road dog and hug the bottom rope for the whole time either, was actively yeah. involved in almost every interaction. Yeah, like she had her girls come out and uh, I thought that there was going to be some fuckery there from them. And look, they didn't help her. She was helping them more often than not. Yeah. But well, the high five thing was funny though too. Every time she went to high five, ask her, ask her, wait a second, we have to talk about Spider-Woman. What the hell is wrong with Kyrie Sane? She glitched <laughs> out, of the, out of the game. She's, you're playing a rumble on PlayStation 5 because I don't know how any human being can stick to the wall, a sheer wall like that. Oh, my God. It was amazing. It was incredible. That's the Coach Kingston She she full-on crucifixed on the inside. But there was nothing to hold on to. No. And, like, obviously it didn't work, but that, I think, had to be that way. But that was such a a cool moment. What a spot. It was the Kofi spot for this year because Kofi sure as fuck didn't get it. So Well, he, look, Kofi's missed his last two spots and then they didn't even try this year. No, I think they were just like, bro, just go out there, just do your thing and just get eliminated. Like, this year's not like I think it's cool. They should potentially look at having Kyrie do something every year as well. That was just crazy. That was mind-blowingly good. And look, there were moments in the Rumble. Let me just quickly say, just to not make it sound like this is the best rumble ever. Like there were moments in this rumble where it was poo. Like, yep. like there was a big middle section there where it was just a dog shit match. And mm-hmm. everyone I was speaking to was like, Oh my God, women's rumble like that. That was the thing. But there were so many throughout the show of the, that match itself. There were so many moments that built past that. It's almost like, mm. you know, if I watch it again, I'll probably still go uh, for a little bit but I know that great shit is coming just up the road. Yeah, exactly. Like, and before we jump too far into the Bailey side of things, is um, I love the fact that this entire rumble, both the men's and the women's, was not watered down by uh, legend spots. They had no need for legends. They've got enough people on the roster now. I, like I do legend love, spots. I do love a legend spot when it makes sense. Um, a good like return it. or whatever is cool. But in saying that, I think at the moment with everything that's going on in the WWE at the moment, uh, both in, on the shows and outside, this is the time to focus on who you've got signed to the roster. All right. So while we're on the topic, I'll say, yeah, I agree. But I really would have liked to have seen the Shattered Dreams logo come up on the screen during the Men's Rumble. Oh, dude. I'll, okay. I would have popped for that one. Like... We've been talking about it. We want him back for the Hall, Hall of Fame. fame. Hall and... of Fame, brother. Hall of Fame. Come yeah. and get it on the year that Cody wins the belt. And that makes so much sense. And so look, much. we may still get it. We yeah. may still get it. I just think um, that moment of the... At that moment, would I would have lost my mind. Especially especially if they'd managed to do it without it leaking, right? Yeah, yeah. So let's... Okay, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Bailey, Iron Woman, Iron Survivor, won the whole thing. Sets up so many implications, so many things for the future. But we also, at number 30, saw the returning Liv Morgan. And there was a moment there in the final three, which was Jade Cargill, Liv Morgan, and Bailey, where anybody could have won. Absolutely. And it would have made anybody. sense for any of them. Yeah. And that's what you want from a rumble. That is what mm. you want. You don't want to feel like. Roman wins lol, Becky wins lol. You don't want to have those vibes. And to see the interaction between Jay Cargill and Becky Lynch, where Nia Jax was eliminated, and she's like, ho, 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 you know, 
ah, she got eliminated. Like, you know, that that was a really fun thing to see. That was um, a cool moment, actually. <laughs> but then to see Becky go as well, it was like, okay, good. We're moving yeah. in a different direction with this, in the right direction. Becky was one of the ones who were the possibilities, right? Becky's got her own road to WrestleMania in my eyes. The thing is with Liv returning, right, is we could have had Liv going after EO's title. Yep. Because currently we don't have anyone pegged for EO's title. No, we don't. We don't. Um, but do we? Because I think we got Becky. I think this is the straw that breaks camel's back. I think that Becky's going to not choose um, Rhea Ripley because she's a monster. And I think she's going to say, ah, you know, it's okay. I'll pick you, EO, and then we'll just have a good competitive match. It doesn't matter who wins because it belts staying home with us. This makes sure that we keep all the gold. And I think EO's just going to go nuts and damage control is going to beat the crust out of her. And that will be the end of Bailey and damage control. And it's pretty predictable. Yeah, it makes um, the most but- sense. It does also make the most sense as well. Um, and then, what, we get Becky versus um, Rhea or? Um, maybe a triple threat. Becky, Nia. Maybe a tri- And I, Rhea Ripley. I'm sorry, I don't want Nia in that match. I know you don't, but they're building her so strong right now. And even mm. though she's Garbaggio, she's probably the best garbage she's ever been. Oh, 100%. Massively improved. Massively yeah. improved. Look, look I, I don't um, actually think that she's as terrible as we make the memes of anymore, but I do definitely think that a lot of the botches in the Rumble were because of what she was doing in the Rumble. Oh, 100%. 100% agreed. Um, but, yeah, look, what I will say about Bailey winning, just to wind things up, massively deserved. Bailey is the one person and the four horsewoman who has never really had a shot. She's the one person that held things down during the lockdown. During the COVID area. Yeah. If you think about any time the four horsewoman fell apart, it was always Bailey who picked the pieces up. Exactly. Right. Um, So she is finally getting a chance to shine. And I hope, I actually do hope she gets a, a really good title run. And I do hope maybe just for WrestleMania, we see the wacky, waving, inflatable arm flailing tube men one more time. Oh, do you want to see them again, dear? I think that it would bring closure to that part of her life, you know, like, because obviously if she turns face, that was something they loved. I don't want to see her do it every week on Raw. But I don't, want to, see, like, I don't want to see Hugger Bailey again. It's like when Seth came out in the Shield gear. That one time yeah. he has Roman. Just that one nod to the fans to say, hey, I'm I'm with you. You're with me. We're doing this together as face, Bailey. Yeah, yeah. sure. Why not? The biggest one we can find. And then never again. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Because uh, I think we're heading towards a massive face turn right now for Bailey. 100% agreed. Let's move um, on because we're going to talk about this women's match forever and it's already been going. How long have we been going <laughs> for already? Oh, my God. Um, Roman wins. Lol. Look. I don't have a lot to say about this match. Uh, I think, look, there were moments where I thought, mm, what? no. You know not. what I have to say about <laughs> it is, is that what the hell, we finished the first match of the night and it's the second match of the night. That's what I have to say about it. I was shocked. Shocked that we get a title match as the second match. A four-person undisputed championship as the second match of the night. I was blown yeah. away by that. Oh, I was stunned. Here's what I will say as well is, when that match was just about to start, my wife was like, 
because she this is the one pay per view every year that she watches. Mm-hmm. She asked me to make her something for lunch. Yeah, and I was like, oh, look, next match is going to be Kale and Logan. I don't mind missing the start of that. Yeah, and then I heard the package start for Roman and um, all of that, and I was just like, shit. I'm going to have to cook this lunch so fast. Yeah. I didn't cook it fast. I took my time. I made a really good lunch. By the time I'd finished cooking, Roman had just got to the ring. Yeah. <laughs> so 42 <laughs> minutes after you left, you had just yeah. he just got to the ring. Yeah. Oh. It was so long. It is. It is. Look, okay, so here's what I'll say about it. It was always going to be Roman who won. Yeah. Like there was no way around it. It's probably okay for it to be early in the night. I probably would have suggested opening with it because my my people on the ground at the Rumble said that the second the match ended, the air just got sucked completely oh. out of the building. And the reason why later on there was less reaction is because they had back-to-back things that sucked the air out of the building. So yeah. I would have split the disappointment up personally. I would have either yeah. started with Logan and KO, or I would have started with the four-way. Yep, exactly. And look, starting a pay-per-view with a title match is not a bad move, right? No, because you're, you're, what you're doing, right, effectively with what they did, was they're like, oh, here's this apple. It's a real nice apple, man. It's like a sour Granny Smith. It's real good. That got that film from all the chemicals on it. That's beautiful. And you take a bite, and it's just black on the inside. Because yeah. you have the really nice outside, the outer crust is awesome, and then you get to near the core, and it's just dark. And that's exactly yeah. what happened because we had a really good start to the show and, honestly, a really good end to the show. But those oh, two matches in the middle, from every report I have, just suck the air out of the whole building. Yeah, and I will say this. Our boy, I think he was made to look really good during this match. Yeah. Our boy LA Knight, he 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 was he was looking awesome. There was a moment there where it looked like, you know, they 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 did the tease that he could win it. Yeah, he was never going to, but no, um, it, it was dope. He he got his shit in and looked awesome. And look, it wasn't just Randy gets his shit in and then Roman wins, which is kind mm. of how they've been pushing it over the last few weeks. So yeah. I was really happy to see that. There's really not much to report on this match. Once again, Solo Sokoa came out and was the catalyst to the ending. We're tired of this WWE. Stop doing what? this WWE. Stop doing this WWE. Do something about it tomorrow, WWE. We're tired of it. Get Rikishi. Tell him to get his kids in line because it's getting really fucking annoying. Yeah. We've got one more match. But we're past the it. Bloodline. We're so the past is- it. We literally have one more left, right? He's They're not coming to um, Elimination, Chamber. Elimination Chamber. The next match is going to be uh, WrestleMania, and Bloodline's over after that. <laughs> That's what you hope. But he could win, and you he know he could win. win. Especially right now, with everything that's going on in the wrestling world, he could win. Mm. And um, <sighs> So mo- moving along, yes, let's what, do what, that do we, what do we think of uh, KO versus... Uh, Prime Energy's Logan Paul. I didn't hate the finish. Everyone I know hates the finish. They hate a DQ finish on pay-per-view. That's an interesting, dusty finish. I think it pushes the story along. I don't think this is the end for KO. I think it pushes the story along. I am less 
confident that we're going to get a singles match between LA Knight and Logan Paul at WrestleMania now. I have a distinct feeling we're going to get some form of six-pack challenge at WrestleMania, and we're going to chuck in all the people who have had shots at it, like you got Rey Mysterio's, uh, if he's back in time, I'm not sure how his injury is going. Um, you know, you, you've got your your KO, you'll have your LA Knight. You know, I kind of get the feeling we're going to have a whole bunch of people in that match. I do feel like the Intercontinental Championship will be a singles match, but that breaks the card up to have the US Championship match be like a six-person match. Yeah. Um, so I liked it. I, I didn't have a big problem with this match. It was a, it was an okay. Logan's amazing at what he does. It was sloppy. Kero's amazing at what he does. It was, but but in saying that, I think it's also because Logan's learning how to fight a stronger match rather than a showy match. Yeah, well, and that's it's not in his wheelhouse yet, right? He's when he eventually turns face, he'll learn how to sell, and that's the problem right now. The reason why people are down on Logan is because he'll take big moves. And he'll get up in like 10 minutes, right? Like 10 seconds, sorry, 10 minutes. I wish. He'll get up in 10 seconds because yeah. he's got to get to the next spot. I think KO hit a frog splash and then Logan um, like put his knees up and then was instantly on the top rope. Like, like got straight up, ran yeah. to the top rope, got him to do his thing. So I get it. But as he develops into a face, if he ever does, because he's the most hateable person on the roster, yeah, if he ever does, then he'll really, really start to learn that you have to stay down. Hopefully with him signing a full-time contract, he's going to get a bit more time to, if not do matches on TV, then at least be there watching matches. Yeah. And look, I think and he'll develop. I don't think they won't use him. I think he'll be used for a long time to come. Hey, look, before we jump into the men's rumble, we've got some really cool news actually for Down Under the Ring for the podcast. Um, we are working with a pretty big new sponsor. Like, we've had some cool sponsors in the past, but we've got a big one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, a real big one. And it takes me back to watching. WWE on the network. It takes me back to watching pay-per-views and ordering them because one of the things you'd always see in that is you get these ads in between matches and they'd show a bunch of jerseys flying around and replica belts and then you get the big old wweshop.com. And yes, that's right. Down under the ring, we're working with WWE Shop. You guys, you buy wrestling merch, right? Right? Surely, surely you buy wrestling merch. If you do, go on. Why not use our code? Why not get yeah. on and use our code? Get yourself some quality wrestling merch from the WWE shop that we're now working with. Who would have thought that this podcast would get to a point where we've got WWE sponsoring our show? This is awesome. Uh, so, yeah, links are going to be in everything, uh, in bios, descriptions, everything. Uh, click that. Buy yourself a new T-shirt. Treat yourself. And yeah. uh, they're going to support us. And that's awesome. Get an LA Knight shirt. Go on, do it. Go on, do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. Fork out and buy one of the uh, the, the, the $400 wrestling belts. <laughs> Look, the more I you think spend, you buy the enough of them for all of us. <laughs> Look over there. <laughs> no, but support them, which supports us. And uh, thanks, WWEshop.com, for coming on board down under the ring. We're stoked to have you as part of the team. A big thank you to WWEshop.com. Yes, thank you, guys, <laughs> honestly. But yes, all right. So, things. Men's Rumble. Men's Rumble. Where do we start? Okay, so usually at the beginning, 
<laughs> so what did you think about the way they started i would have really liked to have seen a reversal of roles i would have liked to have seen cody rhodes at number one this year mm -hmm. and i would have liked to have seen gunther at number 30 just to show a complete reversal of everything because honestly that rumble was full of people almost the entire night yeah could have left it a little bit full and had gunther come out and run a tear a hundred percent um and to be honest, I can't. Th they didn't really have a big clean-out moment this year. No, there was never like a big, big, big moment there. There were a couple of big eliminations, but we didn't mm. get Kane coming out and throwing people over the mm. top. You know, we didn't. Oh, oh. I, I kept on throughout the entire match. Once that ring started filling up, the amount of times I turned to my wife and I was just like, "You watch, Bronson's going to be next." Yeah, we've yeah. got, got a full ring. He's going to be out shortly. Yeah, and look, when when Bronson came out as well, like we didn't see it. You know what I mean? Like. No. I was really expecting someone to take the mantle of monster this year. Yeah, uh, and but... look, I like the start of it myself. Um, mm -hmm. I I think what you're suggesting would have been awesome. Reversal of roles would have made sense as well. Um, but uh, I liked having both Jimmy and Jay being number one and two. I, yeah. The moment um, uh, Jay came out, it was. Yep awesome you've got the yeet chance blah blah, yeah. blah 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 and then jimmy's music hits and jay sold it so well it was like yeah. the hell are you doing out here I, I was sitting there talking to you i had a mate over i was sitting there talking to him and i'm pretty sure i said to you as well wax for jimmy like because yeah. i'm like man jay's out first he's out there to get that day one pop with all of these yep. ones here and all that and i'm like just you watch they're gonna do it this is where yep. it starts we're building to the usos versus each other at wrestlemania it started here we're going to get teasers yep. across the next couple of weeks, and I reckon we're going to get Uso versus Uso. They've and been talking about it nonstop. They've been talking about it for a while, that that was the match that they wanted to have eventually, yep. and yep. I'm stoked for them. It's going to be awesome. Um, and we have to get Rikishi back for this, right? Surely special guest referee, if he can go <laughs> however yeah. long he needs to go standing on his feet, because he's been backstage a lot recently as well. Yeah. There was a couple of videos going around last week about him being at stage, uh, backstage. Well, so. look, Currently, they're the only family uh, in uh, WWE. So, hey, come on now! Didn't you know <laughs> wrestling has more than one? <laughs> <laughs> I hate that intro. Look, I love Cody, but I hate that goddamn intro. Oh my god, I hate it! I hate it! I hate yeah. it! Just go straight to that. Dun, 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 like for me personally, yeah. Um, the the first half of the match, I thought moved super slowly as well. Um, well there was there was nothing. That's the problem. We got Jordan Grace at number five, right? It was something early. It was super early. We didn't get that. We didn't no. at all. But there are a few caveats and notes that I will say here. So the first one I spoke to you about, um, in the first 15 people, first 15 entrants to the Rumble, mm -hmm. there were seven SmackDown stars. Mm -hmm. So it's about halfway. But from there to the end, I think it's just ricochet from my memory. And everyone else was from Raw. And everyone else was from Raw or NXT. And one, or NXT, yeah. And you wonder that, why everyone's like, oh, it was the Raw Rumble. Yeah. Um, but look, the moment Cody came out, business picked up. It was 18, wasn't he, I think? 16 uh, or 18. Yeah, it was one of the midway points. It was midway. Yeah. So, um, But that's the problem is, is that you have four guys or five guys or three guys, four guys if you include Priest, who can realistically win the match. Mm -hmm. you had needed to space them out, man, because I didn't give a shit about anybody up until Cody came out. 
Aside from the Usos doing their thing, I had no faith. You needed an if you smell moment. You needed that moment where people are punching on and all of a sudden you hear the glass shatter. You know what I mean? You needed something like that. You needed that moment where, oh, shit, business is about to pick up. Like you needed that and we didn't get it. Oh, sorry. Sorry. We did get Omos. (laughs) Look, Omos needs something to do each year. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and like it's the one thing. It's the one thing. <laughs> oh, that, that, that and the um, uh, Andre uh, Battle Royal. Oh. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Let's talk yeah. about highlights, though, because we've done lowlights. Bron Breaker. <laughs> Bron, look, another amazing debut. Uh, we understand the circumstances and why he was brought up. We're not going to talk um, about that. <laughs> no, but in saying that, if you're going to have him come in and be given all of Brock's spots, what an amazing opportunity. Like, yeah, even being eliminated by Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> that being said, that being said, originally Brock Lesnar was going to get eliminated by Dominic Mysterio. Let that sit in for just a moment. It would have been an amazing spot, though. Like, the booze, the oh, booze yeah. in that building. Yeah, would have been epic, immense. Um, but yeah, I'm stoked for Bron. Gutted that he debuted as Bron Breaker and not Bron, Bron Steiner. Steiner. Yeah. <laughs> um, but hopefully they can capitalize on this, right? Because Bron looked like a monster out there. Do you feel like it was a comparable comparable uh, entry to Jordan Grace? Because that no. was the vibe I got. I no, I don't think it was comparable at all. Um, I think it was great. It was an amazing debut. I think it was up there uh, if we're only talking about NXT debuts. Yeah. But I still think Jordan Grace had the best debut so far in a Rumble. I wanted you to say yes. Say yes for me just for the sake of this. Uh, Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay, good. So the reason I was asking is because Jordan (laughs) Grace was in there for 19 minutes. Bron Breaker was in there for five, and it felt like 19. It did feel longer. Like when you were telling me this yesterday – I was like, surely it was longer than that. But no, it checks out. He was in there for only about five or so minutes. It five was... minutes. Five minutes and, and that 13 means, That means he made an impact, right? Like a big enough impact that we're talking about him right now, mm. aside from the fact we probably would anyway if he was in the match. But really, like, huge. Really, really and... cool. Awesome to see. And then in the promos leading afterwards, he said, Raw, WWE main roster is my home. So yep. we might be getting a lot more Bron from here. Actually, it will yeah. be SmackDown because on Raw this week, during the promo between Pierce and Nick Aldis, Nick Aldis' phone rang and he's like, got to take this. It's Bron Breaker. So I think we're going to see Bron on SmackDown. It, it makes sense. Either um, he doesn't need to be in NXT anymore. It's been well overdue. But look, the thing is, I think the reason why we're talking about him so much is because both him and Omos were involved in probably the greatest WrestleMania spot of all time. Mm-hmm. And that was Pat McAfee's um, spot at number whatever it was, 28 or something. Okay. Don't even. Uh, this is a stupid um, joke. Don't do this joke. <laughs> this is a stupid this is a stupid spot. I hated this with everything. I knew it was going to piss you off. It, it, like, <sighs> I actually, I actually I could, agree with you. It I could feel it building. Spot. That bullshit. could have been anybody else's spot. This is the bullshit. The same thing we both did with our truth before you were trying to do it to me again and you're trying to get me <laughs> but invested. This one, but this one's not funny. But this one's not funny. <laughs> this is piss me off. Um, 
look, fine. <laughs> I get the, J, the the King spot. I understand it. But, man, if you had a scene, apparently I heard the other day that Bron Breaker runs at 23 miles an hour when he, when he runs off the ropes. You are kidding me. No. I would have loved to have seen him spear Pat McAfee and then just get chuck him out. Yeah, like, that, would have like, been, that would have actually made the spot work. Yeah, yeah, because it didn't. Uh, I understand him getting in and being all like, oh, actually, no, I'm not a pussy. Let's get back mm-hmm. in. But when he got back in, Omos should have just grabbed him by the head and just chucked him out or something. Like, yeah. he didn't have to get out again. I thought that was stupid twice. But, you know, now he's he's back. He's full-time on Raw. That's huge and news. Look, and I'm happy to have him back. He brings the best out of Michael Cole. I'm happy um, as long as Wade Barrett goes to freaking SmackDown. If we've well, that just was lost announced, him. No, so it was announced today uh, that Wade Barrett and uh, Michael Cole, uh, and Corey Graves, sorry, are now on SmackDown. That's a full-time. good announced team. That's a good, it is a good announced team. team. Yeah. It's just which, which of those two are going to work color and which are going to work um, play-by-play because I don't want um, Graves Wade Barrett. play yeah, he has to be, right? Yeah, Graves will have to be because Barrett can't. Like, he can't. He's too funny not to just say funny shit about people. Like, yeah. 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 Interesting. Obviously, that's got nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So, this is the problem with it. There's one spot that, of all of the spots we've talked about so far, that just made my night. And that is R Truth entering the Rumble at 26, running to the ring. 24, 24. 24, sorry. Getting to the ring getting up on the apron and holding the tag rope and asking Dominic Mysterio to tag him in. And then Dominic Mysterio is like, bruh, like, what are you doing? And then Gunther gets him in the sleeper hold and he makes the hot tag. He actually sells down, fights out, jumps, gets the hot tag on R-Truth. R-Truth hits his childhood hero spots, gets the Cena shit over. It is genuinely the loudest you can't see me. I have heard in about 10 years everything R-Truth did, and this was golden. Oh, 100%. Like, he had the crowd, like, clapping to, for the tag. For the like, hot tag I, in a Royal Rumble. Hot, yeah. And the, the crowd was so into it. Like, yeah. R-Truth right now currently is in a renaissance period, and I am so happy for him, and I hope we have him in Perth. He is... Honestly, an absolute star. And yeah. the problem with him being an absolute star is he's a comedy star, which means that he will never go beyond where he is now. There was a time when deep in the little Jimmy era where I thought maybe he would get pushed as like a schizophrenic heavyweight champion. You know, there mm. was a time where I thought it was possible. Now it's not. And it's a shame because he's currently now the top merch seller. Like he's, yeah, like he's incredibly over. Yeah. Incredibly punk's, over. Punk's a t shirt selling machine and he's outselling Punk. Let's talk about Sam Punk. So Sam Punk comes out. Yep. And he looks awesome. Doesn't look exhausted. Yep. Has a good little bit to begin with. Mm-hmm. Drew gives him the future shock DDT. From there onwards, he looks 50 times older than he is now. Yeah, because um, when he hits the future shock DDT, for those who don't know, he essentially exploded his tricep. Yep. Um, look, full credit to the guy for finishing the match because I, I went back and watched some of it this afternoon. Um, 
and he's still very physical. And he's throwing rights the whole time. Like, he's still throwing yeah. the forearm. He gets up. He's doing – when him and Cody are having their eight-minute match at the end of the Rumble, exactly. he's, on his, he's, on his, he's in a push-up position, and he full pushes back to his feet mm-hmm. from his hands. Do you have any idea how hard that is when you're missing three muscles? Because he's like literally that tricep is off there. It's torn. I have pulled a muscle in my arm before mm-hmm. and bitched about it for a week until it stopped hurting. There's a reason he looked like an underwater corpse is because it hurts. Like yeah. when you are when you are in that much pain, your eyes start to weep, you get sunken eyes, you go red. All you can think about as someone who's been in a match where I broke three bones in a twenty two minute match within the first eighteen minutes. Mm. By the end of the match, you do not look good. Like, you spend the whole match just trying to get through the next thing. Just trying to get through the next thing. I know this is next. I have to do this. People have been pointing out that he was red in the face and sweating and stuff like this. I broke a bone in my foot years ago. Yeah. And I can remember sitting there trying to walk to somewhere at work to get it dealt with. And by the time I got there... I was red in the face and sweating from pain. Yep, yep. And look, there is videos of me. You'll find them at uh, The Warship on Instagram. There are videos of me in hospital after I broke my face, (laughs) broke my hand, broke my nose, and I look like a different person. There's a picture of me taken with a Polaroid camera the next day, and I look like the goddamn avatar because I've got all of the, like, plastering on my face here. All of this is, like, one shape. But my yep. eyes, my cheeks, it's all puffed up. I look stoned. I don't look happy to be there. And yep. I've got like bruising and, you know, wrestling is a thing that I have said for years is just physically bullshit. Like I can have the best match ever. I don't get hurt. I feel great the whole time. I get backstage. I'm feeling good. I get my stuff. I change out of my clothes. I get home. I have a shower. And then I look at my arm after the shower and I'm like, where is that? Where did that come from? And my entire elbow up to my bicep is purple. I have no idea what it is. I don't know where it came from. It doesn't hurt, but I just, it's just there. You get hurt all the time for these guys to be working the schedule they're working and not getting hurt every goddamn week is a miracle in itself to see punk come through right now. It's really just super unfortunate because he's come through all the bullshit that he went through in AEW. He's come back here. He's had a lot of time to think about what he wants to do, where he wants to move on from here, and it just sucks. And look, we've talked about, uh, and this is before Raw, we were talking, hey, it looks like he's moving towards a heel turn. Um, he uh, made that big call before the end of the match. I'm not, didn't wait 10 years to, to lose, lose to Dusty's, Dusty's son. kid, yeah. Yeah, and there was all of this. It looked like they were going to go with the massive heel turn, but it looks like they might have pivoted because of the um, injury. I'd like to see him still do it. You know who's oh, not so. doing anything right now, even though he's got a little bit of a fat head right now? Doc Gallows ain't doing nothing right now. You know, he's just reformed the Straight Edge Society with the, with the boys there, you know, right. the good brothers. Can you imagine? Right. They're both bald. Yeah, <laughs> I can. Oh, look. you, you, you know you've got me on that because I I've do. told you I so do. many times that was my favorite era of punk. I'm not sure you can revisit it though. I like, think I you could like... do something special with it, especially considering AJ being a dickhead about it all. You know what? Shave AJ's head too. Bring him in. Have him work as the feeder until I sell punks better. Um, yeah. 
like you, there's a lot you could do from here and i think that in four to six months and i really hope it's four because i really think he could do it four to six mm-hmm. months when he's back man he's got to come back and just be a monster of a heel like you've got drew oh. at the moment drew will move on from this uh, mm-hmm. quickly onto the next brutal thing he's doing and he will use it as fire but just because punk's being used as fire doesn't mean he's going to give a shit when it's time to come back i think he'll probably target drew just as drew becomes a face yeah and look i want asshole heel like complete asshole heel punk because that's my favorite punk and i think it's when he does his best work yeah I, i do too it's just unfortunate that it totally fucks perth it does. It does. Um, look, quickly, if you don't know already, because we haven't discussed it at all, Cody wins. It was amazing. <laughs> Cody's going, Co- Co- Cody's challenging uh, Roman. Is he? Uh, is yeah, he? Yes. He is. After this week's Raw, is he? He is. The things that Roland said made too much sense. Oh, the things that he said did make sense. But... So do you want the Hulk Hogan championship? Do you want the Hollywood sellout bullshit championship? Yeah. Or do you want the blue-collar workhorse Bret Hart championship? Oh, dude, it made sense. But he's I'm still picking saying... Roman. I think he's still picking Roman. I think he has to pick Roman. I'm going to be pissed if we get Rock versus Roman at this point. Yeah. But As a fact... what else do they have now they don't have Punk? This is scramble time for wwe yeah they either like, scramble to drew versus seth or they scramble to rock versus roman look if anything punk being injured puts them back on track as yeah. to what the plans were because it's one ago. less body in there yeah we're back on track yeah we've, we, we can go back to what the plans were two months ago now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think that's finishing the story bro Big congratulations to uh, Cody, obviously, for that. Absolutely. Um, He handled the press conference much better than our friend Paul did, Uh, uh, (laughs) which we're not going to talk about. Are we? Continue. (laughs) I'm just deciding whether me as a podcaster should be calling out a wrestling journalist for shitty question asking. No, honestly, I think that it's good that they asked. I think that they oh. should have asked. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. It. Do it. Keeping all this in. Zoom in on him. I think that the questions that were asked after the talent were had left were the right questions asked to the right person, um, answered terribly. Mm-hmm. We won't go into that. But what I will say is I think Nick Hausman should not have put Cody in that position. Cody answered it very well. Yep. But I think it's a bullshit position to put the talent in, asking them about a very, very, very serious legal situation that they have nothing to do with. Their talent on the show. Yeah. But at the end of the and day, they're not. He's not an EVP no more, bro. Like yep. he's not. He's not got any of that. It's cool to get his perspective from someone who was. But mm-hmm. do you understand? Like, and again, I'm not agreeing with anything Fid says. This is actually Fid talking. <laughs> um, Chur, chur, bro, um, fish and chips, etc. I think that putting Cody's job in jeopardy is sucks. Yeah, exactly. Because if he had to come um, out with the wrong shit, TKOs got to real ask a question about that. A hundred percent. So look, and I, I do normally 
respect Nick Housman as a wrestling journalist. I think mm-hmm. he does amazing work. Absolutely. Um, but I, this this one here was a bad call. Sorry. I just don't think they needed to ask the talent because no. everyone gave the same answer. We all saw what you saw. Mm-hmm. Leave it at that. Ask exactly. one if you have to. But all right, all right. Let's move on. So moving. Moving on, Cody won. Awesome. Great to see him go to WrestleMania and wrestle whoever he's wrestling. Fulfill the story or don't. We don't know. We don't have the answers to that. Definitely one day going to be a Hall of Fame family, I think. Absolutely. But that brings us to the Hall of Fame. Excuse me, Fid. Hmm. Where's the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Who knows? We're in WrestleMania season and we still have zero closes. We're past Rumble. The Where's the fucking Hall of Fame announcement? We- we should have had at least one by now, right? Where's like, Batista? They norm- Normally, they'd make start making announcements pre-Rumble. Yes. Am I right? Oh, it's close enough to pre-Rumble. Like It's in that same vein, maybe the mm. week after. So we might still be within the next day or so, but yeah. I don't feel like it's any later than like the second week after the Rumble. Yeah. And I this is one of the other things I look forward to. I do look forward to the Hall of Fame every year. Yeah. Um, I... I Look forward to calling up the bookies and putting a bet on how many hours long I think it's going to run for. Um, who's going to have the longest speech? Yeah, um. <laughs> just depends on who's getting it, man. If they bring out Kurt Angle again, it could go forever, just based on the. Yeah, is, is anybody going to break Ric Flair's record? No, no. Um. no. Look, okay, so Batista, surely. Batista um, has to be. He's he was announced for 2020 for obvious reasons. It hasn't happened. Batista Hall of Fame 2024. Cody, um, surely. No, Cody, Dustin, surely. If Dustin I'm, is not got his AEW commitment, Dustin, surely. It, it makes the only amount see. of sense. Yeah, and look, it's WWE. It'll be a gold dust. He'll um, be inducted no, yeah, as yeah. gold dust. But look, I'd love to see it. Um, I have and, a question. Okay. China. Well deserved. She's already in there. As... That's not in there. That's fucking no, bullshit. No, no, no. She's in there with DX, which I am glad they didn't ignore her from DX when they inducted DX. But the, I'm glad you brought this up because I've been talking about this a lot this week. Is we do not get the powerhouse woman like Rhea Ripley, like, like Jordan, Jordan Grace, Grace, like Jade like, Cargill. Exactly, like without Bianca Belair. Exactly, we do not get them without China. China kicked down that door and made being a strong female wrestler a thing. She was an idol to the current talent. But to be fair, we're probably just going to get fucking shaming, man. God, we better not. <laughs> this is not the year to put a McMahon in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I think. I think. <laughs> Yeah, no. I'm not even going to go down there. Um, <laughs> I induct Vince. He's essentially dead now. Oh. But look, the other one is, in all seriousness, Bray Wyatt has to be headliner this year. Like, posthumous, absolutely, absolutely headliner. Um, will Batista take it if he's not headliner? I think he will. Because I don't, I, I don't think you can have Bray as the only headliner if you're going to do that. It has to be a double headliner situation. Yeah, but that stage has one middle podium. I I think Batista would step aside into one of those side stars. He doesn't really care about WWE that much. He's said that yeah. on record. So Yeah. And I don't know. I'm 50-50 right now. I, what do you guys honest, think? Honestly, this is I would love to see 
and you have to do it at night not during bloody daylight mm-hmm. at night bringing out all the stars they're standing on their little star spots then the lights go down and you've got the the fireflies uh, oh the fireflies come out but that middle star just has a lantern sitting on it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. has the door and then the door opens and there's a lantern there yep yeah yeah look look i'm in i'm, I'm already crying on the inside i have to tell you yeah. but yeah there's the questions that have to be asked still if man could you that's all think about that from those four alone that we've mentioned bray wyatt batista dustin reynolds in china that's a hall of fame lineup oh 100 percent you could chuck in someone for ultimate warrior thing um are they still doing the warrior thing ah man i don't know <laughs> i don't even know if they're still doing the warrior thing but and then you've got celebrity wing yeah and i don't think snoop's inducted yet no we could get steve armel well, Cody's back, so he's he's, yeah, he's got his friend cool. in there. Yeah, yeah he, he's cool with the WWE again. Yeah. Um, now, look, if Snoop's not inducted, I'm pretty sure Snoop's not inducted. I'm going to quickly Google search. Mm-hmm. Snoop. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to sit here and look at you guys. But let us know, actually. I don't know if he's going to censor it, cut this out or not. But um, let us know what you think. What do you think? Who's going to be in the Hall of Fame this year? And look, Snoop was inducted already, so I'm okay. Here. I kind of thought he was. I didn't want to make you feel stupid, but I feel like he was talking about the bling already and how he had it. And yeah, that being said, there are so many people involved with WWE from a celebrity side of things that could easily get in. And that's it. For me, that's a class already, even without that. So chuck a celebrity in, whoever it might be. Before we go any further, this show is brought to you by OG Nerd. OG Nerd represents the gamers, the cosplayers, the collectors, the model makers, the tattooists, the artists, and the athletes. They are not just a clothing brand, they are a subculture. OG Nerd revel in their halcyon youth and embrace the lifestyle driven by nostalgia, humble beginnings, and heroes. OG Nerd strives to offer quality, comfortable, and above all stylish streetwear apparel inspired by a lifetime of gaming, music, and street art. I've worked with OG Nerd for many years and find their apparel second to none in terms of quality and appearance. Whether it's at a wrestling show or a convention, you'll be hard-pressed to find a better armor for your rig. Get yours at ognerdlife.com. Man, we're moving on now to WrestleMania. And we've got so many things coming up. We're going to be doing predictions, I assume, in the next couple of weeks. Just to get firmed up what you guys think is going to happen. Let us know what you thought of the Rumble in all the social medias. And let's quickly do one of these ones and go to Aussie Wrestling. Absolutely. Now, let's kick things off. All-Star Pro Wrestling. They've got the Brian Kendrick facing Orlando Jordan in Survival of the Fittest, February 17th. Padstow RSL, uh, also MXW. They're having Mildy Combat at the Sets Mildura, March the second. It makes it sound like Mildy Combat, and I love Mortal Combat. It makes me upset. 
<laughs> uh, Adrenaline Pro Wrestling, they've got Breakout 39, February the 16th, and that's at Runnell Road in Seaford. And we've got MCW Anniversary Weekend, MCW massive in Melbourne. Awesome. Go see them. February 10 and 11 at the Thornbury Theatre. You will not regret it. We've also got WSW Most Wanted. It's a tour. The 28th of June to the 1st of July featuring mega, mega stars like Brian Cage, Nick Nemeth, Elias, also maybe Ezekiel, maybe, maybe, who knows, and the person who I think should have been in the Royal Rumble this year, Matt Cardona. Uh, we've also got Dude, Where's My Ring, February 23rd and 24th for their Creed-themed shows, I'm pretty sure. One's called With Arms Wide Open and the other one's called My Sacrifice. Uh, on top of that, we've got the EPW Aussie Wrestling Super Show. There's been a bunch of huge names from Australian Wrestling already announced. They've, they've started announcing some bangers. Big bangers, big bangers. That's also on February 23rd at Willerton Stadium. And then, as I've been saying for weeks, we've got the big dog, Ooh, Ooh. Ah. WWE Elimination Chamber in Optus Stadium, Perth, February 21st, 2024. Oh, we're days away. Days away. It's going to be a banger. Get yourself there. I don't think you're coming anymore now with no punk, right? Oh, dude, like, I'm going to be honest <laughs> with everybody that has. Like, so we've got no Gunther because of uh, the visa. Um, visa issues. We've got no CM Punk. We've got no Roman Reigns. The, it's still going to be an amazing show, but that's a, there's a lot of names missing. There is, there is. It's not going to be a gutted show they used to do back in the old days. It's still going to be a PLE, and they're going to pull it together. But yeah, it's definitely a, a different time. And a look, I'm still, I'm still working behind the scenes to get myself over there. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, in the next seven days, I will know exactly what's happening, and I'll be sleeping on your couch. <laughs> Come the twentieth-ish. Speaking of a time, it's time, it's time, it's Vader time. But not really. It's we're going to go <laughs> time now. I hope you had a great time here tonight listening to this. Please let us know what your thoughts about the Royal Rumble were. Please let us know who should be in the Hall of Fame. Please let us know who is Cody going to choose for WrestleMania. And please support www.shop.com by using our Hey, yes, <laughs> www.shop.com. Using the limp, limp, the limp, the limp biscuit in the description below. Thank you guys so much for listening, watching. You're very, very handsome. I just wanted to say that. And as always, we'll see you down under the ring. <laughs>